Welcome to episode 51 of the Relationship Marketing Podcast with Cody B. Today's guest is Greg DeWire. Greg is a business and marketing strategist, author, and professional speaker on the role communication plays in leadership. He knows the secrets of influence and communication, which will make a difference in your personal and professional career. He has three inside secrets you can apply immediately to increase self-esteem, build rapport, connect, and lead those around you. One, discover the secret power of focus. Two, learn how nonverbal communication is hindering your life. And three, acquire the insight of written goals toward your vision. Greg Dwyer will challenge your perception of reality, prove that communication is more than words, and challenge limited beliefs. He is committed to assisting corporations, sales teams, and educational institutions to mine their hidden diamonds of potential by creating exciting, inspiring, successful events that will make you shine like a gem. And now, Cody B. Hey everybody, this is Cody Bateman. Welcome to a brand new episode of our Relationship Marketing Podcast. Super excited for the guests that we have on here today. You already heard the bio on him. And um, I'll tell you, this guy's, this guy's a lot of fun. We're going we're gonna to have some fun talking to him today. Mr. Greg Dwyer, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, Cody. Thanks for having me on today. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to be with us. We're super excited to hear from you today. Before we get started, just a quick shout out to all of our followers. Uh, appreciate the time and effort that you put into sharpening your own saws and learning the principles of relationship marketing and how to create genuine relationships in your personal life and your business and how that will catapult you to greater success uh, now and in the future. And of course, uh, this, this, um, this discipline, if you will, of relationship marketing is becoming more and more essential by the week. I mean, we've talked about how essential learning relationship marketing principles has been over the last couple of years, but I'm telling you, there's things that are happening in the marketplace where the power of relationship within your business dealings is becoming more and more essential by the week. So something you wanna be paying attention to. We got a great guy on with us today, Greg Dwyer. This is one of those guys that, you know, he knows the ins and outs of how the mind works and how business works. And he does a lot of writing and he's been on a lot of shows. You're even, you're even into magic, right? You, you got into magic a long time ago. And you can, mm -hmm. in fact, weren't you on the Letterman show once? Yeah, I was back in the nineties. He pulled me out of the audience. It was an unbelievable uh, piece of uh, filmage. And not only that, but like 6 million people saw me. So it was wonderful. Wow. So what happened? I mean, did you do some magic on the show? No, you know, here's my background. I started in magic in the 70s and it was my uncle. He showed me a coin trick and that was it. So from 1974, probably to 80, 81, magic was my focus. And then I went into church work. So for 25, 27 years, I left magic and focused on working in a church. And I had seen Dave talk to clergy members in the audience over the last couple years. So I had tickets for the show. I was sitting in the second row and I wore my clerical garb and he started talking to me and the rest is history. Wow, isn't yeah. that something? So yeah, I hope maybe we could find a video of that somewhere, who knows? You know, it'd be kind of cool to see that back in the day kind of stuff. So yeah, you, um, <clears throat> you do a lot of really cool stuff. I like to, I like to study things like like what you get get into. You talk a, little, a lot about the power of the mind and 
how to focus, um, not only that, and you tie, uh, you tie personal development of the human mind into not only how to be a better person, but how it functions within your business. So share with us a little bit. I know that you do a lot of events for corporations and different stuff like that. Just share with us just your basic philosophy, the basic fundamental philosophy of what you teach businesses about psychology as it relates to your business. Well, the bottom line is more information is rarely the answer. You know, I think a lot of people are looking for the answers and buying books and going to seminars. And there's nothing wrong with sharpening your sword, educating yourself. I've been doing this for over 25 years. But there comes a, a point when you, you have to realize that the answers are found within. And so focus is the key. Because when I was a magician, I knew how to misdirect people. I knew how to entertain people. And I, I knew how to misdirect them in the sense that they would be fooled. What I've discovered is most of us, salespeople, business owners, we're always chasing that shiny ball and we get misdirected and we just don't focus on the one thing that's really important. So that's really the key. You know, I help companies focus on what's important to customers, which is relationships and building relationships and being focused on that one thing that's going to help them build their business because everything else is a distraction if you think about it. Well, speaking of distraction, and I've asked this same question to several of my guests in the, in the previous weeks. In today's day and age, there's so much information. I mean, it, like everybody, it just seems like everybody wants to be an influencer today. Everybody wants to be a thought leader. And they, they, they have a way to get their voice out there through social media and whatnot. So my goodness, <laughs> you get on social media and you know, whatever you get on Facebook and just, uh, you know, do, do your uh, timeline and you kind of go down through your threads and stuff. And there's my goodness, there's a five-step plan a day. You know, there's, there's this three-step plan or that five-step plan or that 12-step plan, or you got to stop everything you're doing here and start go over here. And, it, ah, it just like, you go crazy. So right. what do you, what's your advice on how to, how to get through the clutter. How do you get through the clutter and latch on to something that's really going to help you? Well, the first thing is to know what you really want. And then that takes a lot of reflection. And so the key, the key to my workshop, the key to my speeches is reflection because it's in the process of reflecting that the answers really come to you. Uh, just the other day, I read something that said, in America, we produce 30,000 books every single year. That's a Amazing. lot of books. Yeah. I got books behind me. I got books all over my house. It's like a library here. But if there's 30,000 books being published every year, it would take you 17 years nonstop, 24 hours a day to get through those books. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. right? And like the New York Times, if you look at the New York Times on Sunday, over 500,000 words, it would take you 28 hours to read every single word. So the first thing I, I focus on is what's important to you? What is the one thing that's important to you and to make that a priority? If you ask the average person what they want, they don't even know. 
And I think the reason why they don't know is because there's just too much information. There's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's work, there's family, there's politics, there's religion, there's the cell phone. There's so many things going on that you wake up and you're 60 years old and you wonder where your life went to. So the first step is to focus on what's important to you. And, and that takes a long time. It's not like you can pull it out of a hat right away. It, it takes a lot of reflection. So that's, that's the first place to start. So, the, so do, you say, do you usually say the one thing that's important to you or several things or is it one thing? It's really one thing. And if you're familiar with the book, The One Thing, I'm, not, sure. I'm really not focusing on that. I know uh, Keller Williams right. uh, wrote that book. But it's knowing what's important to you, your values. You know? Okay, so let's, that, let's go through a scenario. Let's go through a scenario. You, you, let's say I'm your client. You come in and you're going to work with me and my sales team. And you start here, you start with that one thing. So walk me through, how do you, how do you help me get to my one thing? I mean, is that a specific question, Cody? We're going we're gonna to drill to your one thing. Is that, is that how you start? Well, th this is how I start. And it's kind of like an illustration. So you see my hands here, right? Yeah. Okay, take your hands and do the same thing I'm doing. And then bring them over like this. So you're crossing the right over the left the right wrist, and then bring it down like this and hold it together just like this. So you're crossing it, all right? Now, good. Now, if you did it right, your thumbs are on the bottom. Can you see my thumbs? <laughs> and and the yeah. pinkies are on the top. You yeah. see the pinkies? Now, the ring finger's right in the middle. You see that? Yeah. yeah. Now, Cody, just do this. Turn that upside down so your thumbs are facing up. I can't do that. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so I just did it. So since, since I'm no longer a magician, you know, I'll tell you how I did it. When I crossed my fingers, I made a reference to the thumbs and the pinkies, and then right. I let go and I pointed to your ring finger. Oh, I okay, gotcha. So that's misdirection. And so the first thing I talk about in my lecture is how we are misdirected, you know, whether it be uh, the politics or, you know, the media, it's just too much information. So what I do in my lecture is I first fool people and showing them how easy it is to be fooled and misdirected. And then I explain to them that this happens all the time. So I can't, you know, if I have a room of 500 people, I can't pick their one thing, but I do draw on the board a dot and I get them to focus and reflect on something. And then before the lecture, I'll go around to the audience members and I'll have them write down something. Uh, something is better than nothing. And, you know, if I came out and I spoke for your company or I did something for a workshop for you guys, let's say in November of next year, and you didn't come up with that one thing, that one moment, it's a process. It's not something that you can just do immediately. And it has to be something you're passionate about or you won't stay with it. Interesting. Very, very interesting. So, you know, it, I, I envision you sitting with somebody. I mean, if I, like as an example, if, if you were to ask me off the top of my head, Cody, what's your one thing? The first thing that would come to mind is I would say family. Right. You know, family is the one thing. It's nothing more important than family, right? So, right. so you'd say something like family, but yet a lot of people may say, well, that's, that's kind of obvious. I mean, that, that's, that, that, that's an obvious thing. Do you, do, how do you get them to drill a little bit deeper in that? Because I might hire you to help me uh, 
help me establish direction for my company or direction for my business or my career. So, right. so when you ask me about the one thing, I'm going to say family or, you know, my spouse or whatever. I mean, cause those are always the most right. important things. How do you get past the obvious to the core of, of what people need in that training? Do you follow what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I mean, if you take family, for example, you want to be able to survive and you want to be able to thrive. So with that comes either working for someone else or being an entrepreneur like we are and, and creating a business and having the balance between family and work. If you're going to spend all your days working and never seeing your family, well, your values are a little bit off. So, you know, a va values hierarchical system is important, understanding what's important there. Um, it's a process. It's not something you can do in 10 or 15 minutes. My value, like for instance, every single morning I wake up and I know exactly my mission statement. And when I go to bed every single night, I focus on what I'm grateful for. So I've made it a ritual, but I've made it a ritual over time because I've refined it as far as what's important to me. So it's not a magic trick. Like you just can't walk out to a group of people, 500 people and get them all to come up with it in an hour. I mean, that's almost impossible, but you get them to think about what's important. Family's important. Okay, great. So how are you going to provide for them? What are you going to do to have the income to not only survive, but also thrive so that you have time and you have money so you can spend time with your family. It's really good. It's really good. It's so important that people get to the core of who they are and follow their own uh, passion and their own genius that's inside of them. That's a lot of the messaging that we give here all the time. So three inside secrets. You talk about three inside secrets to uh, help people immediately. I love this. Number one, increase self-esteem, which we could talk the rest of the podcast just about that. Increase right. self-esteem, build rapport, and connect and lead those around you. So three inside secrets to do that, to increase self-esteem, build rapport, and connect and lead people around you. So tell us about these secrets, because those are, those are important things. Tell us about those secrets. Well, you're probably familiar with Maxwell Maltz. You know, he wrote Psycho-Cybernetics. And so how a person acts in the world, their identity is definitely tied to their self-esteem. So that's the first thing. Um, making connection with people, rapport. Um, I've been trained in neuro-linguistic programming, but those are just tricks and techniques. I think the key, and this is why I'm, I'm grateful to be on this podcast webinar, is I think it has to be genuine. I think people know when you're just playing with people or you're doing tricks. Uh, connecting with people on a general level is really important, and that's the influence. Um, I've been in business for over 25 years. I lead a travel company. I do retreats. Uh, the company that I'm related to, their family. I go down and I visit them. The CEO is a friend of mine. I wouldn't think of going somewhere else with my travel business. Um, so I think relationships are important, but it all begins with self-esteem. If you don't think you deserve it, you probably won't do it. And then after that, the key is to connect with yourself and also to connect with other people and then be able to influence yourself and other people. It's all related, as you know. So I have a book titled The uh, Power of Human Connection. We talk about that a lot on this show. Uh, a lot of my guests have brought that up. And we, we talk about, you know, there's like 16 or 17 chapters in the book. And 12 of the chapters are on relationships with other people, relationships in your business, 
and how to create rapport, you know, in your business and be genuine with people kind of stuff. The last five chapters are on relationship with the most important, the most important relationship you will ever create relationship with, with self. Yep. So the last five yep. chapters is really on, you know, on personal development, self-esteem kind of stuff. I think a lot of times we lose track of that. You know, we're so focused on what's outside of us. We're so focused on what's out there and we're trying to, to, to go capture some of what's out in the world and bring it back to us that we forget that everything starts inside. So when you say increase self-esteem, that is a big deal. That's a big, big deal because everybody struggles. This is my theory. Everybody struggles with esteem at stages in your life. We all struggle and wrestle with self-esteem issues. Sometimes we're doing good and we, we do great and our self-esteem's higher, but sometimes we struggle, man. Sometimes we've been knocked around and kicked down a little bit. Our teeth been kicked in and, and we, we, you know, we, we get down on ourselves. I, I, I hope I'm not the only person that's that way. I, I know you know what I'm saying. I mean, we, we all go through it. And I think it's important. There's a lot of people that get on this show who, you know, they're trying to get started in a business and nothing's worked out for them. And they look at guys like you and me and say, well, God, you guys have made it. You've done your thing. It's hard for me to relate, but I have to remind them, look, I'm dealing with the same self-esteem challenges you are even today after I've had success but it's an ongoing battle. I mean, yeah. with that success comes failures and I I'm experiencing failures today, just like anybody. And I'm experiencing some successes like anybody. And I, I think it's relative. Everybody goes through that. So talk to us a little bit about that. The, the first of all, the importance of understanding that self-esteem is an ongoing wrestle if you will, that every human has. And I think just right. acknowledging that is very helpful. But what would you, what's your advice on how, how to deal with this self-esteem issue on an ongoing basis? Well, the first thing I wanna say is that just like picking your focus doesn't happen in 10 minutes or five minutes, it takes time. And I, I think people overestimate what they can do in a day or a year. I, I don't think people really understand that this is a struggle, that this takes time, whether you're building a business in real estate, whether you're building a business and send out cards, whether you're a public speaker or writing a book, there are no quick fixes. And you know, people sell these courses that you, know, you can do this in five days or five years. It takes time and I, I think a lot of times people shoot themselves in a the foot because they think, oh, I should be further along in my business or my life. That things should be magic in, in the sense that anything I do would work perfectly. There are setbacks, there's frustration. It's all part of the game. And I think the first thing, you know, when we talk about mindset is to gamify the whole thing. When you gamify it, you don't take it personally. You realize that it's a game. Sales is a game. I used to teach sales. I love sales, but it's a game. That's the reason why I love it, you know? Um, if I took it personally, I wouldn't play the game, right? But the other thing I do in my lecture is I, I draw a triangle, just a regular triangle on the whiteboard. 
And on the left side of the triangle, I put self. And on the right side, I put others. And I learned this from a good friend of mine, Jerry Clark, back in the day, like 25, 30 years ago. And he called it the uh, success triangle. But I've taken it to a deeper level. Your success has to do with how you communicate with yourself first. So if you walk out the door and say, oh, I'm such a failure, I'm never going to be able to do this, that, that has to change. If that doesn't change, you can forget about selling real estate. You can set up, you forget about anything. <laughs> you're just basically not going to get up in the morning and you're just going to kick yourself. And that is the key. You have to change the way you think and the way you communicate with yourself with words and also without words, because that's key. And then second, how you communicate with other people. Like 95% of your success comes down to what I just said, the success triangle. How you communicate with yourself, how you communicate with others, and how you connect. Because if you think of a triangle, it's the connection right here. You know, somebody once said, you know, love those as you love yourself. You know, how you think of yourself is how you're going to relate to other people, right? So, right. yeah. So, so how do you make that change? I mean, how, how do you, you know, because most people, go outside the door thinking failure, thinking, you know, um, not going to measure up, uh, having challenges, feeling down on themselves. Most people experience that on a daily basis. So how do you, what do you say to them on how do you start to shift your mind to think differently? Okay. It's radical and I'm not going to hold back. I haven't watched TV in 20 years. Like I don't have a television. I don't follow everything that's going on in the news. Like I'll hear things, I'll see things, but I don't have, I don't own a television. I don't watch TV. I learned it from Jim Rohn 20, 25 years ago. So that's really important because I think they call it programming for a reason. And the second thing is you really have to take an inventory of who you're hanging out with. Because if you're hanging around people that are negative and you're hanging around with people that are broke and you're hanging around with people that tell you can't do it, family and friends, this is not easy. I've lost friends in the last 15 years. I mean, it's not that I've closed the door on the relationship. It's just that for some reason, they just don't come around anymore. So I think you have to read positive books. You have to listen to positive podcasts and webinars like we're doing here. You have to go to conventions that are going to really feed you. You have to have a great support team and you have to change your mind. I wrote a book called The Power of the Mind. It's just a simple report. People can download it at gregdewireebook.com. But it goes through like five steps of how to focus, how to be clear on your intention, how to have rituals so that you're really rewiring your brain. Years ago, they thought that the brain couldn't be rewired. They thought that you were set for life. So if you were making $25,000 a year and you had friends that were pulling you down, that's how your life would be. But they've discovered that the, the brain is, is plastic in a sense that you can remold it by new experiences, new friends, new books, new relationships. I remember when I was in relationship marketing back in 1997, I met my first millionaire. And I went, wow, this is amazing. I could be a millionaire too, because he's my friend. So it's not magic in the sense that it happens overnight. And I think people underestimate how much time it really takes to build a great life and a great business. It, it didn't happen for me overnight. It, it, it didn't. You know? Yeah, well, it never does. It never yeah. does. 
I want to go back and make sure everybody heard what you said. Greg Dwyer, ebook.com, G-R-E-G-D-W-Y-E-R-E-B-O-O-K.com. Greg Dwyer, ebook.com. And I guess there it's self-explanatory. You can download uh, this ebook titled How to Use the Power of Your Mind. Exactly. And it's, I know it's, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go do that. I haven't done it yet as of yet. Normally, I like to do that before you know, I interview my guests, but I didn't get a chance to do that. But I am certainly going to go do that. In fact, I have an airplane ride tomorrow, so I will probably do that. So I've got some airline reading to do and uh, nice. people to do the same. Now, what's the purpose? I mean, is that is that book? Does that book? Is there a call to action maybe to some of your courses or how does that work? You know, there really is a soft call to action. Every single Sunday night, I do a podcast. It's, it's a radio show, uh, blog talk radio. And just like you're interviewing me, I interview people. And the whole focus is to have a mindful conversation. So I'm not selling a course there. I'm just interviewing successful people and sharing the information. So people read through the book. Um, it's not fluff. I mean, if you follow the steps and you get clear on your intentions and you create rituals in your life and you're focused, I talk about how magicians are able to misdirect audiences to entertain them. And then I say, hey, what's going on today in the world is very much the same way. You know, you could easily get misdirected and wake up in, in your 70s or 80s and saying to yourself, I didn't really do what I wanted to do. So the book does answer that question. So it's not fluff. And then at the very end, it says, listen, if you'd like to listen to more, you can listen to Greg Dwyer. And that is gregdwyerradio.com. We have thousands of entries of, of people that have written books. We have politicians and lawyers. Uh, and it's just a great resource and I'm not really, you know, selling anything. There's no upsell. I just want to make a difference in people's life. And that's the truth. That's what we do it for. Well, that's great. And you are making a big difference in people's lives. It's fun to watch what you're doing. I've seen a couple of YouTubes on you and uh, different things like that. Um, little video recaps of your business and how you've served uh, other companies. And uh, just appreciate all that you're doing and what you represent out there. I think you know, you gave some very solid advice here today, you know, uh, limit your time or eliminate your time watching television and kind of transfer over to things like this. In fact, it, the podcast craze, I mean, let's talk about that for a second. The podcast craze is crazy. <laughs> there's, there's like, like everybody in the world's doing podcasts now, but there's a reason for that. I think there, there's something unique about the interviewing format that kind of keeps like, I, I always envision like when I'm driving down the road, if I've got like a five hour drive down the road, it's very, very entertaining to listen to podcasts because as you're driving, you, you, heck, you can look up a podcast on any subject you want and, right. and you, you can listen to this banter back and forth of a couple of people where questions are being asked. And um, it, it's just a, it's, it's a great it's a great way to be educated, I think, today. So I actually love the podcast craze. I think it's, it's great as long as, again, what you say, be focused. You know, there's a, there's a podcast for everything in the world now, so be careful. Right. But focus. Right. You know, be focused on what you want. You know, as an example, I have a, I have a big interest in cryptocurrency right now. And I'm not a cryptocurrency investor yet. I might be. I don't know. But 
I have an interest in it. So that would be an example. You know, I, I could, I know I, I haven't done it yet, but I know I can go, you know, Google a podcast for cryptocurrency and there'll probably be a thousand to choose from, but that, that's an example of what you'd want to do. You know, what your interests might be. Hopefully people are, are Googling relationship marketing and coming up with, with these kinds of shows. Uh, because we need to be a softer, gentler, kinder society. And I think, I think it starts with, you know, I talk about this all the time and I want you to, to, to elaborate on this a little bit. The main way for us to connect with other human beings is through our occupation. I mean, your occupation is what you spend the majority of your time doing and your occupation is where you meet the most people, uh, uh, or, you know, if you're heavily involved with uh, a church function or things like that, that's, there's, there's other um, community type of, of, of things for you to get involved with where you interact with other human beings, but your occupation is by far the biggest. So why not take your occupation as the place where you're going to serve people the best way you possibly can. And that's what relationship marketing is. It's all it is. It's about the first word relationship, but really not the second. It's just nurture relationships in your business, create genuine relationship, truly care about people. And then the marketing part takes care of itself. It's hard to teach. It's hard to teach because well yeah. See what I'm saying? Because people focus on that second word. Like, what am I going to get out of this versus what am I going to give to it? And if, if we take a right. look at the whole picture of this, my occupation is my way to serve other people. If you could just get people to think about it from that perspective, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Well, here's my thoughts. It's also an expression of who you are. You know, there's a lot of talk today about branding. You know, you got to brand yourself, but it really comes down to character. You know, when you walk into a room or you go to a BNI meeting or you just network with people and you meet people for the first time, you pick up their energy. You pick up who they are. You kind of have a feeling, hey, do I want to do business with this person? Is this person all about themselves? Do they care about me? You're making judgments in nanoseconds, right? Now, I do mentalism. So I do a lot of reading minds. When I do my lecture, I demonstrate this. And when I think of branding, when I think of business, I say, hey, Cody, this is an expression of who you are. Your gifts, your talent, what you bring to the marketplace is who you are. So I think the focus comes back to yourself as really the product and mm -hmm. being genuine. Like the other day I had an event at church and I had to get out 60 some odd cards within two days. And I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to get the labels? How am I going to get these things printed? How am I going to do this? And then I realized my friend Bernie has send out cards. And his friend Steve, who's a friend of mine for 25 years, is a part of send out cards. And I said to myself, I know I'm going to call Bernie and I'm going to call Steve. Went to the office, 10 o'clock at night, we're sending out send out cards. Why? Because I have a relationship with these people, because I know that this is what they do. And I also had a need, like I literally had to get these invitations out within seven days. I didn't have time to go to Staples, didn't have time to print. And these guys just came to my mind and because I like them. And this is what Bernie said to me. He, he looks at me and he goes, hey, Greg, do you trust me? And I go, yeah, I do trust you, Bernie. 
And I says, uh, what do you want to do? He says, let's just do this. I'll have this done before 10 o'clock. That's relationship marketing. He, he helped me with a need. He's not a salesperson. And I'm very grateful for what he helped me with. And so I think it really comes down to who you are. Your branding and your marketing has to come down to your character. Yeah. If people, if people don't like you, they're not going to do business with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Bernie's a perfect example of that. He he is the true story of what relationship marketing really is. Because, like you said, he's not. You you don't view him as a sales guy. You view him as a genuine friend who wants to help you. And he's just a humble servant. That guy's a humble servant. It's just been fascinating to watch how they work. It's just incredible. So uh, he and his wife are just amazing people. So. Um, well, listen, this has been great. We could go on all day. There's a ton of other questions I'd like to ask you, but I, what, here's what I'd like to do. In closing today, I want to just give you the floor. No more questions, no more nothing. This is your time. Share with my audience, with our audience, just golden nuggets from the one and only Greg Dwyer. Go ahead. Floor is yours. Okay. The first thing you need to do is focus on what's important to you because it's so easy to get misdirected. And the other thing that I really think is important is ritual. And when I say ritual, I'm not talking about any religious thing, but it's important that every single day, every single month, every single year, you're focusing on what's important to you. So here's, here's my secret. When I get up in the morning, the first thing I do before I check Facebook, before I check my phone, before I check messages or emails, I do a 15 minute meditation. And that 15 meditation helps me to focus on my day, helps me focus on seizing the day. And after that 15 minute meditation, I have three goals or three things that I'm gonna focus on, which is important to my larger goal. So. I think the first thing you have to focus on is how you wake up in the morning. You can wake up and say, oh, I got to go to work, or I have to do this, or I wish I didn't do, have to do this. But knowing what you want, getting yourself in a state of reflection, uh, of meditation, and getting clear goals for the day, setting that up, and this is nothing new, Jim Rohn talked about this for years, uh, is really important. And then writing things down is the key. You, if you can keep it in your head, if you can keep your life in your head, what you're supposed to do today and this week and this month, you're not doing enough things. So writing things down is really the key. Now, I'm not saying that everything you write down is going to come true. It doesn't have to. Uh, 25 years ago, I, I wrote down that I wanted to go to Fiji, Ireland, Italy, Israel. I wanted to travel the world. I had no way of making it happen. And 10 years ago, I worked for a college and I was in charge of all of their travel. I've been all over Europe for free. I lead a retreat business, taking people to Israel and Italy and all over the world. I've been everywhere. I wrote it down. Now, there are certain things I've written down that haven't come true. That's okay. Not everything you write down is going to come true. Uh, the other thing that I really believe is magical is having a gratitude journal. Every single day, I write down seven things that I'm grateful for. At the end of the year, I have 2,555 things. At the end of the year, December 31st, I look through my, my calendar of things that I'm grateful for, and I pull out the top 100 magic moments. And then I journal for what I've experienced in the last year and what I'm gonna do for the new year. I'm not perfect. 
But I think the key thing here is focus because most people are misdirected in life. Most people follow the shiny red ball, they get off track. And I think the answers are not more information. 30,000 books printed every single year. You don't have the time to read them. You don't. You don't even have time to read the New York Times on Sunday. You don't even have time to listen to all the podcasts that are available. The only thing that you should make time for is yourself. Figuring out what's important to you and your family, that's most important. How you communicate with yourself, with words and without words, and how you connect with other people is your life and it's your business. So I hope that helped. Oh, that's incredible. It helped me dramatically. In fact, you know, um, when I get done with this show, I'm going to have to write a couple of things down. I'm actually working on a project right now uh, called The Eight Pillars of Personal Development. Uh, it may turn into a book. I'm not sure yet, but I'm, I'm working on that project right now. I'm starting to include the eight pillars in some of my speeches. The second pillar is, is to write things down. So uh, the first pillar is read it. Second pillar is write it. And stay tuned for the other pillars. But you know, it's, basic, it's just the basics of personal development. You know, read it, write it, hear it, see it, experience it. You know, go through those types of things. But, but to me, the two of the biggest things that have helped me in my life is reading and writing. Like if it wasn't for reading and writing, uh, you know, I don't know where I would be. Reading and writing has completely saved my life. It's transformed my life. It's, it's helped me do what I've done. And you've touched on those things, but you had some incredible journaling ideas that you just shared with us. And I would love to feature you in this book if that, because Write It will end up being a chapter and it's gonna be about journaling and the importance of journaling and ideas of journaling. And you just, you just shared some here today that was incredible. So I'd love to have you be a part of that project and uh, be one of my stories in there if you'd accept that. Sure. And, oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Any way that I can be of any help. Well, I really appreciate that. So there you have it, my friends. Greg Dwyer, uh, he owns a company called Diamond Mind Potential. Go to gregdwyerebook.com and download his ebook, How to Use the Power of Your Mind. Make sure you get that done. Just incredible work that you're doing out there, Greg. Uh, any way that we can serve you and help you, we'd love to do it. And uh, just appreciate all that you do. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. All Bye -bye right. Now. There you have it, everybody. There's another yet successful, incredible guest with us today. And just keep tuning in because we're going to keep bringing it to you. So take care, everybody. We'll see you next week. Take care now. You have enjoyed this episode of the Relationship Marketing Podcast with Cody B. Be sure to subscribe to the show and leave a review so that together we can get this message, The Power of Human Connection, out to the world. You can find Cody's new book, The Power of Human Connection, on Amazon or the Send Out Cards gift store.